0: Welcome to the Practical Shaman Podcast. I'm your host, Renee Barabo, and on this podcast, we make the mundane magical. We learn to navigate the tumultuous winds of change that are battering us as we navigate this world in a chaotic spin. Itchak Berry is a leading shamanic teacher, uh, founder of the Shamans Portal, which is celebrating 10 years, a healer, a speaker, and a community activist. He is the best-selling author of The Gift of Shamanism, Visionary Power, Ayahuasca Dreams and Journey to Other Realms, Shamanic Transformations, and he put together an anthology of true stories of the moment of awakening and shamanic healing. And and welcome. You you've been truly a leader in the shamanic community for years and I've always enjoyed your support and I was thrilled when I received your blessing about my book Winds of Spirit. It it I, when, when the shamans say, yeah, this is good, and this belongs in the, on the bookshelves, it makes you feel a little bit better. So welcome to this uh, journey with me, and I'm really looking forward to hearing what, what you have to say about the Pachacuti in these turbulent times that we're in, that the winds are really shaking us up a lot lately. Well,
1: I think that, uh, first of all, thank you for writing that book. It's very important, and it's important for, to have, People who are on this path uh, ex- uh, experience and express their ex- uh, experiences, and you know, it's a. In many ways, we are relearning or re-remembering uh, these old, ancient traditions. And um, each of us, in in its own way, you know, um, <clears throat> you know, we are both uh, uh, working on that path for for quite a while. You know, uh, I started in 90, 1995. 22 years ago, and at that time, I, I was one very odd bird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not too many people were actually doing this kind of work. Um, and we're in, in an amazing time where uh, more and more people are gravitating uh, or hearing the call to, um, of nature and, and the, the spirit to uh, walk the path. And um, it's a tribute it's to your work as, as a teacher and a healer and, and my work and many, many other people uh, all around the world, uh, especially in the um, modern technological world that um, we kind of like fed up with, um, with all the organized uh, religions and... Um, um, Medical and uh, governments and corporations that are all leaving life uh, behind the veil. And I think that the veil is coming down and we all see it now. Um, and in many ways, we are all incredibly angry and upset about what's going on around the world, um, and uh, passionately so, and in and, and many ways, very rightly. But on the other hand, I think that th- this is an incredible time to see how um, with all the evil and the darkness that are coming our way, uh, there is incredible growth of uh, people awakening and consciousness that uh, are people who are seeking the light and they are um, not shying away. There is a new energy, new organization, a new commitment for many people to um, to change the system from from the very for the core of it, and that 's I think that the the blessing in disguise that of that uh, Trump and associates and trump putting and the rest of the global mafia is um, bringing upon us um, it 's really bringing the to um, to the front the 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 nightmare that that Western civilization created, um, not just for us but for Indigenous people too. Uh, so I think that um, it, this is an incredible important uh, period of time now that we are all part of.
0: And so you're a social activist. So how can how can the regular person who's being bombarded and it's many of the people I talked to lately, we don't even hard to grab onto truth because it seems to be, you know, wind slapping us from every single direction of, pay attention here, pay attention here, pay attention here. And, And how do you, how are you at this time staying centered in knowing what you really hold to be true and valuable and how do you choose? Well, I think that first
1: you have to know your heart. So, and I, I, I think you have to be centered in your heart. Know what's your, what's your truth. Um, you can hear many different things. I mean, it, I mean, we, when we, what we are talking here really is about the, the eternal fight bego- between good and evil. That's really where, where we are uh, now, and the forces. Um, let me just uh, uh, frame it in a different way, maybe. Uh, so, in 1993, uh, a few years before I started, uh, and you probably too, um, there was a. There, according to the Inca tradition, there was a new beginning of new uh, Pachacuti, a new period of time of 500 years. That it's a, it's a time of correction of space-time history, uh, redirection of energy in the world uh and that at that time 1993 around that time uh the king of the inca was killed by um the spaniard and the 500 years of occupation of south america began uh, so for them it's 500 years of darkness uh, and um occupation by by evil forces or by forces that they are not, that they do not support. Uh, we see now that it's a new, with this new Pachakuti, the new, new time, uh, which is uh, a time of harmony and the return of the feminine energy in the world. Uh, that's a time where the eagle of the north will fly with the condor of the south. The mind and the heart will fly together in the same sky. And we can we actually see it now. that there are more and more people from the south are coming here to learn uh, technology, to learn computer, to learn all what we have. And we are many of us are going to the South America to learn different uh, medicine uh, wisdom from them because we realize that we can't be so separate. We really have to cooperate. We have to to uh, work together to to in the order to, for our survival as a human race. So we are all now in the same boat. We are, we, we are, we are realizing that we need to uh, cooperate together, but that brings a whole revision of the corporate hierarchical monarchy, mafiosos, uh, cooperation, uh, powers in the world. So there is a, there is a, a backlash now uh, from the government, from rich people, from corporations that are trying to hold on to the old order. And I think that now we are facing it, and, and this is actually a very exciting time uh, to be living in. It's, it's not easy, of course. And I think that, that that's really what we have to remember, all people that are working now in, uh, in this uh, spiritual or or shamanic practices, which is not just spiritual, uh, we have to remember that we are now in the forefront of that conscious revolution. Uh, A a time and space is changing, and we are now pushing forward. And you can see it the way we are uh, working towards women's rights uh, or equalities, and uh, where we're working with uh, gay and uh, lesbian uh, people rights, um, and um, the, the, the native uh, indigenous world now uh, really expressing themselves. They are no longer uh, waiting for the white people to, to redefine them or to define them. They want to redefine themselves as equal as those people who sit in the UN and decide for them. And you can see that there's a great movement in South America you know I just came back from Mexico yesterday from the jungle there from Yucatan and I, you could see that these people once now uh, the Mayan people there which I worked with um, they they really want to define themselves they want to, they want to, to learn their languages again they want to, to learn their um, practices again they want to they want to have a self-determination of who they are which is for 500 years, they were taken away from them. So I think that it, overall, I think that we all have to remember that right now, even if you are upset, if you are angry, if you're, um, go do your social activism, but really remember that we are now in that moment of revolution, um, of consciousness, and a social revolution. And we have to, to, to uh, allow that Process to go, and I do believe that uh, I'm, I'm. I want to be optimistic mm-hmm. that uh, more and more people will join. Like we see, more people are now going to South America. They're using plant medicine. They they are participating in more shamanic earth honoring uh, traditions. Uh, I think that that's happen- Actually, happening now.
0: And how, when you, I know a few years ago when I was in Peru, there was a point where. I thought, wow, we, we seem to have more of the information than they have about their own traditions. <laughs> and because we were there the earlier, and then all of a sudden they'd made that move to the city and everyone had their cell phones and there was a disconnect. And yet their hearts remained strong. But when um, I'm looking forward to going back to Peru next year to, to see how, how they progressed in all of this since I've been away writing a book. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and have you been there lately or...?
1: Well, you know, I was in Costa Rica a couple of months ago, and uh, uh, I was looking for indigenous people there. And we found indigenous people. They were in a small little village doing incredible, beautiful ceramic. And I really love that ceramic, wanted to see. And so I was talking to the people who are actually making the ceramic, which is beautiful Mayan shapes, forms. And I asked them to tell me what what those uh, uh, paintings means. What are the gods' names? What are they meaning? And they said that they don't know.
0: Mm.
1: They just do ceramic. It's uh, and it really broke my heart because it really felt like um, we, for 500 years, the um, w- Spaniards and other white people who came to, um, to Costa Rica Really destroy the the pride and the the identity of uh, local indigenous people, and they make them in many ways slaves to, to 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 their to their colonialism. So I think that it's time now when when you go to Peru and when you go when I go to Ecuador or to um, the Mayan uh, in Yucatan, is to show their appreciation to it. Remind them that what they have is valuable. Remind them that you don't come there only to take from them, but you also come to give them, uh, to give your, your, your love, your respect, your family, you are family of them. And then when they start to see that uh, they are, it's so valuable, that they really have something, it gives them a new sense of who they are. Their uh, authenticity, and um, and also they can see that they can make a living out of that. Uh, I think that that really uh, uh, that's the process of re-remembering, and it's the same thing as why we are in the, the northwest. Uh, we many of us re- re- really looking to uh, to to their roots. You know, I was in now. <laughs> I was in a, a house uh, in a bed and breakfast of um, a, a family in uh, Costa Rica, yeah. not in uh, Cancun. Um, and the Cancun, and the people that own the place are German in descent, but they are totally, totally. Uh, are, are, are are we there? Yeah. Oh, uh, I see you. <laughs> okay, uh, but. Uh, we, they are totally. Uh, they are, their house is all Mayan. <laughs> their language is full of Mayan uh, idioms. The paintings, uh, everything around, they are like they are Mexicans, and they are not Mexican uh, from Spain. They are Mexican Mayan. And it's it amazing to me. And I think that you can see it also here in the United States that many people define uh, America more with the Native American traditions, as you see in the football, in the basketball, in all the names and uh, icons. Um, so we, because we don't have our own roots, we are relying on the indigenous people to give us connection to history, connections to our roots, connection to humanity in many ways. And I think that, that that's the blending of all these cultures now together, which is beautiful process to see the, the eagle and the condor really are flying together. They're really merging now in a dance of uh, harmony.
0: And you know, that's something I want to tell you, you'll appreciate this. That's something that the winds taught me, that the winds were here first and, and the information came on the winds and, and these people who lived in these various places were able to tap into it. A few years ago, I was at the Pyramids in Mexico, and I heard this man playing this whistle. And I, I'll just give you a little. And I went over, and I, had tra- I said, I have to trade that flute. And I didn't know why at the time. And recently, I, I've, I've, I have an artisan in Mexico, um, outside of Mexico City, making these flutes, these wind whistles for me, because I told him, I really wanted a friendlier face but <laughs> since, since I heard the wind and since the wind called me in Mexico two years ago a, a supermarket was leveled in Mexico City and underneath it was the wind temple of e cattle and it was like so you don't know what's coming first but it all has its divine timing in, in this dance and so you know I didn't really have this relationship big relationship with to Mexico but I probably have forever had a relationship to the wind. And we don't know that until we start to like travel to Ecuador, travel to these places to to see what's in store for us. You spend a lot of time in the jungle and I'm sure doing some plant medicine and things like that. And um, I believe that the plants are are just like the wind, are, are teachers. And so do you want to speak to how you see them evolving with us at this moment?
1: Well, there is a great, um, great in, interest in plant medicine all around the world, as you know, um, and plants are teachers. I mean, plants are here to help us and support us as, as human, and we need to help and support them uh, at least at least that's the vision that I had in my, in my uh, ayahuasca journeys. Um, and as you can see, that everything that we have come from the plant world. Everything, our clothes, our homes, everything come from either the plant world or the mineral world. I mean, it, it's, we are depending on the, on the plants, and plants, every plant has a purpose or a, a, a properties for medicine. And uh, we may not know it, um, of course, because we lost the connection to the, the, the plant world. But it, many people in the Amazon, they, when they walk into the jungle, they, they, they walk into a pharmacy. It's not like uh, they are going into the wildness. Uh, this, plant, this, this plant is good for headaches, this is for stomach. And you know, I was just now in, in the Yucatan in the jungle there and every plant you know, it, it has a story it has a as a a purpose and and uh temperament uh that what he wants and what he likes and so i think that there is a, a great a greater understanding now of the 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 promise of uh herbal and plant medicine and many people are now experimenting with that um in in uh, ayahuasca and um, Bachuma and for rape and all kinds of different uh, uh, ceremonies that uh, plants uh, medicine is, uh, is used in uh, South America. And I, I personally think it's, it's uh, beautiful and I think it's very important, but I think that uh, as always when the excitement or the, the trend uh, grows, so is the abuse and so is the mis- misuse of the plants. And um, I'm very worried about um, the, uh, the ayahuasca tourism in Peru and, uh, and the incredible amount of uh, ayahuasca that is being used in the United States and Europe, because I think it's, uh, it's a greediness of spirit uh, mm-hmm. People, people are not—they uh, are not really, really listening to the plant's medicine. They are counting how many times they they use the plants because they are thinking that they, the the more you do, the higher spiritual you're going to get, or more understanding you're going to get. But I think that many of the shamans that I worked with—they don't do a hundred ayahuascas or they They do once or twice, and they 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 work on the visions they they manifest this vision into their life, otherwise it's just another getaway
0: right. um, and another so
1: escape. i I think that it's very important for teachers like you and me and other people who have done that work for a long time is to um, be the be the, those gatekeeper who are uh, reminding all those people who are, uh, um, they are, they want to walk the path, that when you do ayahuasca, you have, or any other plant medicine, you have to come prepared. You really have to learn uh, what is spirit, the energy of, of, uh, of the elements, uh, to be intimate with them, to understand the, the, the visual and the symbolism that, that comes with when you are entering into the spirit world, so you know how to navigate that. When you walk cold turkey, when you walk unprepared, those spirits can attack you, and it can create paranoia, schizophrenia, uh, depression, uh, so many different things that I, I see them when people come to see me after uh, the ceremonies. And also to understand that plant medicine is done um, not just for visions, but it's also done for healing purposes. Uh, the, the purging of part of the ayahuasca is to change the chemistry of your stomach, the, the, to kill bacteria and viruses. And it, normally it was not done by, by seekers. It was done by the shamans give, uh, to see through the, the body of the person. And only when you are initiated, you take ayahuasca so you can see into the oh, spiritual world. How
0: great is that? I always suggest that, like someone came to me a few weeks ago and she said, but I've done 13 ayahuasca ceremonies. And I'm there like, well, clearly you were not... <laughs> clearly you weren't with a teacher, or clearly, and I don't want to, you know, comment on other people's teachings, but, you know, when when one goes to, I'm at the point where you have a few teachers in your life now, and and you know who their teachers are, and how, I mean, so you know their lineage, so that we're just not, I just see, like what you say, an abuse of, of medicines, and an abuse, well, it's no, no more than how people are, are, are want. It's gluttonous. We're, we're gluttonous. And, and, and I know that when I've gone to the plant medicine, it's to like to heal a, an issue, to heal something or to bring forward something like how do you become a, an author and all of a sudden people are looking at you for things and how do you walk in your integrity through these changes or something very specific. So I totally agree with you about the abuses and you know the party aspect of it and, and things like that that so i 'm with you on that so what would you do you have a message for the solstice how do you How do you incorporate how do you use the seasons in your own life to set uh, a pace for the coming year or to end this year? Do you work with the solstice
1: um, oh of course we we do, but uh, uh, I many times when 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 uh, when times like these comes like the solstice, the equinox, and, and the new year, all of those, my uh, I I usually spend time meditating and and ask spirits to guide me. Uh, to, what is it that the right is the right thing for me to to do? Where should I be, or what is the vision of that period of time? So I, I spent time uh, meditating on that um, and, uh, and then I let go. Um, I, I don't try to uh, push for it. And in some mysterious way, uh, a lot of those uh, um, visions or understanding or knowing um, manifest themselves in that, t- in that time. Um, for me, uh, the most important thing is, is um, and I think that what the shamanic work is about is, is really creating a community um, or a strengthening community and, and giving people's home a place to uh, experience their greatness and the, the, who they are, the fulfillment of, of who they are. And um, so I always think about how can I make my community here in New York Uh, stronger and more uh, cohesive, Um, you know, I I started uh, 20 years ago, uh, I started uh, the New York, not just me, a group of us uh, created the New York Shamanic Circle, and uh, we are still going, and we're going strong, and we have uh, different, uh, four different uh, events each month. Uh, where we're bringing people together. And we just had last, last Sunday, we had a, a big uh, Shamani gathering in Central Park. We, we had hundreds of people coming to celebrate and dance and, and uh, be together and meet each other to, to, so they can see that they're not all, that they're not all crazies. They, are all, they have uh, <laughs> darkness in that journey, um, which is very important because you know, when you start to walk on that path, uh, you may feel alone. Uh, you may feel that you can't speak to the people you work with uh, about your experiences or uh, for your, to your family or to your spouses or partners uh, because you, all of a sudden you, you meet a jaguar and the jaguar tell you to go and do certain things. And who, who do you think you are? You
0: know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> We've all been there. Yes, so I think that it's very important, very important. Yes, exactly. So I think it's very important to have a, 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 a goal, to set goal to be part of a, part of a family, part of a community, um, and to set up uh, some vision for the community. That's part of the, being a shaman. A shaman, um, and you may know, um, it's come from the Tungus tradition, and um, I asked a Tumbus shaman what it means, what the word "shaman" means. And he said that the, the word is "keeper of the fire." Mm. We are the keepers of the fire. We are the keepers of the community, the spiritual, the physical uh, well-being of a community. So the, the essence of a shaman is to be um, to be the, 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 the keeper of the community and to make sure that the community is well balanced and well taken care of.
0: And you certainly have done that through the shaman portal and and things. I I always tell people a joke that I'm the practical shaman, but it's really, you know, redundant because all shamanism is practical. It's about keeping the community together, keeping the livestock. And, and, And so it's really, I've kept it because it just worked but you know i'm kind of a business-minded model as well and, I and I know I, the G- like it yeah
1: That's i like it very much because i think that um, a lot of the time people confuse uh the shamanic work with spir- spiritual work uh and uh shamanism is is not a spiritual practice it's, <laughs> it's i'm a with practice you practice that work with that use spirit right which is a big big difference than uh, just sitting meditating which is nice i'm not saying no i'm i'm <laughs> i'm am doing that but then and how do you take that knowledge and the experience and make it practical in the world make change people's life making change your life and so uh, it's the the in the sh- in shamanism the, the proof is in the pudding You've got to
0: manifest what you learn in your everyday life. Exactly. Well, it's been a real pleasure. I have this wind clan. And last week I was teaching them how to build an autoresponder. And like for an email, and, and someone might come to the page like, what does this have to do with, you know, the wind clan? And I'm thinking, well, they've got to build their tribes. You know, this is the work is to build your tribe. Know where that central fire that you talk about and you might need to know where that central fire is, especially as this world flips itself on its head and those winds keep blowing. And one final thought as we, we end this, how would you, what would you like to be remembered? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um,
1: hmm. I'm, I'm a good student, I think. <laughs> although <laughs> although I'm, I really don't like to learn in, like, in traditional schools. I, I actually never went to college or anything like that. Uh, you might know that. Um, I just learned from life. And I think that what's so interesting for me was uh, that my teachers or the indigenous teachers, none of them went to college. None of them went to universities. None of them went to school sometimes not even school and they are all so wise and so Mm -hmm. amazingly and beautiful people and um they are my teachers and so i i I try to be a good teacher for them and and to uh, maybe to teach other people too and you know like maybe that's what i wanted to to say is that um my teacher, Piara, who is a Brazilian, uh, Amazonian teacher, used to say that uh, we are all shamans in training. <laughs> that uh, we are all shamans <clears throat> because that's the way the creator, um, Hatun Pachacamac, the great creator, Viracocha uh, in, in Peruvian, uh, created us. Uh, created us with all the, the DNA that, Uh, enable us to survive on this earth. And to be survived on this earth, we have to use all the senses we have, all the five senses, and especially the six senses, because that's the way we are able to survive, to help each other, to touch, to smell, to feel, and to see spirit, to to warn us, and to help us in uh, navigating this world uh, between our ancestors and, and our uh, existing life right here. So what, what I really want to leave you with maybe is that we are all shamans. We all have to take the responsibility that we are able to heal um, other people. And uh, when, you, when you realize that you are a healer every, and that everyone is a healer, then you can't harm other people.
0: That's beautiful. Thank you so much. Or so um, if you would like to learn more about Itzhak, um, make sure you sign up for this webinar because we'll send you some information from him and we want to definitely carry on his work and, if, and you want to know when those gatherings are in New York because I always share those with my friends as well. And, and it's such an honor to sit here with you and actually face to face with you. I don't know if you've <laughs> ever had that. Hopefully, I'll come to one of your circles in New York. Um, oh, you're always welcome. Tours next year and stuff like that. I'm looking forward to it. Every
1: listeners and everybody who's seeing it are all welcome to uh, come to New York and uh, join us in uh, our shamanic circles. We have three: we have a healing circle, we have women's circle, we have an open circle, we have a drumming circle, and many, uh, once a month we have a different workshop. So, anytime you are in New York, please. Uh, let us know, go to nyshamaniccircle.org and you'll come and see all our activities.
0: Touch. you also want to check out the shamans portal as well. So I think that's the .org as well. Yes. Well, thank you very much for your time today and the beautiful work you do in the world. And we're honored to have you as part of this solstice uh, ceremony.
1: And thank you, and thank you for doing this and uh, for writing the book, and I wish you all the best. And, and you know, each of us are a messenger of, uh, of the creator, so...
0: All right, have a great Wonderful.
1: day. Thank you so much, I appreciate it.
0: And to the listeners, stay tuned, there's lots more to come.